Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Paul Stanley, and you are listening to Pod of Thunder. Yes! Welcome to Pot of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in KISS podcasting. It's your buddy, Andy. I'm joined by Nick. I'm joined by Chris. Oh my God, guys. How you doing? <laughs> what a day. Wow. Oh my God. This is the hottest podcast it's so in hot. the world. Start off hot, right? Yeah. Broiling hot. No kidding. The AC's out. It's been a day of frustration in my life. I went to the Bureau of Motor Vehicles Ooh. before work today. All the shitty things in one day. Actually, you guys would appreciate this. So I'm about to walk in to the bureau, right? The door flies open, and there's this lady, and she comes out, and she goes, fucking bureau. (laughs) (laughs) Just have to walk. (laughs) So something upset her in the bureau. This branch right over here. The one in Hammond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that was the start of the day. AC's out. Ah, what a day. What a day. But I think we can make it right. Together, the three of us Ooh. can make this work. We can turn this day around. So one of you guys figure it out, because I'm out of ideas. <laughs> um, I don't know. This is the idea. We're doing it. The idea is getting together and delivering. Mm, talking America's about kiss podcast. and only kiss. Hey, this is Paul Stanley, and you are listening. How does to that happen? How excited Paul Stanley is. I don't understand. I quit. Would you ever have thought oh Paul Stanley God. would be interrupting us and saying the name of our show? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Everything is going haywire it is. in this household. It's the I'm humidity. It's like hu- moisture's collecting. Indian burial grounds. Connections That's are being made in the circuitry. That could be it, too. But Inadvertently. I'm going, with, I'm going with Indian burial ground. But could be that, too. I think there's spirits in this household <laughs> causing chaos, mostly because of us. They're trying to get rid of us. What did you say? Moisture is... Con- collecting is that moisture is collecting and uh, circuitry and on the circuitry and uh, making connections. Yeah, it sounds like a night at the bullpen luxury <laughs> sports bar. When you drop any of the Kiss lyrics as a pickup line, you want to talk about hot. Do you think if if things are ever tame in that place, that the owner's like, "Hey, let's tell everybody the air conditioner stopped working." There you go. Cut it. Yeah. That'll let's watch things let's up. watch things just go nuts. They say let's cut the air conditioner and man by the jukebox play this one. 
You down with P.O.T.? Yeah, you know me. You down with P.O.T.? Yeah, you know me. Eight down with 3SC? Yeah, you know me. Who down with P.O.T.? Oh, Suddenly, well, a daggering party <laughs> broke out. <laughs> White people daggering. Who'd have thunk it? You know, since well. we're on this subject. Oh, Nick? No. I no? going to say it didn't. Well, I mean, what? Uh, they always People always say Elvis kind of stole his whole shtick from someone That's else. true. Why can't, why, <laughs> why can't we steal daggering? That's true. Yeah. Bring it to the mainstream. So I just got a text from this guy. And this is, uh, it's kind of in the subjects of what we're talking about, so I'm just going to read it on the air here. What do you do when a girl tells you she masturbated to thoughts of you last night? What, Jones, what? You say Kurt? <laughs> no. That's, what, that's the question, is what, what Jones was is that <laughs> you were thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is that, was that what he was going <laughs> to say to her? <laughs> yeah. I know you did, but which Jones <laughs> were you thinking about? <laughs> let's, yeah. let's be honest, which Jones? Yeah. Ah, uh, well... Everyone's that individual has a vivid imagination. <laughs> 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 the guy or the girl? Whoever texted that because it simply didn't happen. <laughs> That's what I should say. This simply didn't happen. Yeah. Move on. I think I'm busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's a stupid question. Yeah. You ass. You never talk to her again. Never talk to me again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then, yeah. Let me join her. <laughs> yeah. In not hearing from you. <laughs> she, she masturbated to thoughts of him dying. <laughs> <laughs> that what really, that's what really excited her. <laughs> Be pretty twisted, huh? Hey, man. Just take it there. I'm sure there are people who think that way, well, but wow. You've got your reply now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should send that. I want to see live on the air what this person If I said says. To you, she masturbated to you dying? Yeah, thoughts of you. Man, it's pretty dark. I don't know if I'm comfortable. Can't get that dark with I this guy? I don't know if we're on that level of friendship. <laughs> Even though he just sent you that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll think about a response and send it and update you. That's t- that's too much for me today. But yeah, that's uh, in this heat, you can't focus on giving a response to that no. kind of a question. No, definitely not. And I'm going to give him the response. Uh, what was the exact question there? What was the text? He says, "What do you think? What do you do when oh. a girl tells you blah 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 blah?" I'm just going to type it as you say Suggest a standing 69 with her feet on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) The old J-Lo noseworthy (laughs) position. (laughs) Suggest a standing 69 with her feet on the ground. There you go. Send. Winner. That's a winner. All right. Let's see what happens. All right. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't matter about the temperature. What were we doing? The mailman always delivers, doesn't he? He always rings once. Unless it's UPS because they can't find my house. I was going to say, is this this guy's USPS? Yeah, correct. Does he have his shorts on today? He does. And his safari hat. Yeah, safari hat. Kith helmet, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) The shorts have the uh, decorative military stripe on the side. You want to know how I know that that's a pith helmet? I would like to know. My summer internship in Milwaukee, I was assigned to do a feature article on a guy who made a pith helmet with a battery-operated fan in it. (laughs) 
So the fan blows inward on his head. Yes. Oh, I hope that's what. Cool. I hope that's what just showed up to the door. <laughs> that would be helpful. That right would now. be. A what would be the kiss-related name of such an item? One can only only imagine. A helmet, huh? With a fan in it. With a fan. In it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'd have to do some thinking on that. Yeah. We'll get back to that. But in the meantime, why don't you go grab that package? No, Nick. <laughs> all right. There you go. Sorry, I was all, you know, <laughs> I'm all wrapped up in that guy's text to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this well, is going to be an ongoing saga throughout the episode. It, it's such, It's going into, it's in such territory, it's such a level of perversion that this guy <laughs> lives his normal yeah. life in, apparently. Who texts you that at, like, 9.30 on a Tuesday night? Guy who needs answers, I guess. Yeah, well, you gave him one. <laughs> yeah. See what he says to it. Yeah, I'll probably never see him again once he suggests that. This woman might well, do What's him wrong in. with suggesting that? You, you won't, no, I don't mean I don't mean that he won't. Yeah, you won't see him again because he's going to be otherwise engaged. Yeah. He's just going to be doing that forever. It's 2018. It's time for the women to have their feet on the floor <laughs> during a standing 69. All right, so in that's the, time to even you know, the table. In the Me Too era, that's just exactly. the, that's just the kind of thing that should be that's the way the tide should turn. So he says, you're weird, Jones, exclamation mark. You're, you say, <laughs> you're weird. Uh, you're weird. Okay. You're weird. And then what was the other thing? In 28, it's 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh, d- d- the response is this from the guy who texted me a blatant lie about somebody <laughs> masturbating about him. You're weird. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Guy, guy yeah. has no balls. <laughs> All right. Back to what we're actually supposed to be doing. No that more. That should sense. be a cornerstone of the Me Too movement, shouldn't <laughs> it? <laughs> that should be. I mean, come on. That should what, be a demand. What better uh, demonstration that you've arrived as a gender? <laughs> That's true. Than when you're taking control in the standing 69 position. Yeah, especially if you can instigate is, it. Is just flip the man over. Yeah. Pull is a Lee stone, <laughs> but you're the woman. <laughs> Impressive move. Yeah. Why not? That's what we're that's what we're doing nowadays. It's all about equality. There you go. I'm not arguing with you. In fact, I don't <laughs> think has this ever been done on film? I'm just thinking of the uh <laughs> the physical uh the logistics here. <laughs> The well, guy, if the guy's upside down, mm-hmm. I don't know. Then man. what? What's well? Well, I don't you know. You're gonna have you're the gonna rest have of it doesn't change. It's just the orientation of who's standing and who's inverted. Yeah, everything else stays the same. Yeah, but you're gonna have you're gonna have certain parts. Uh, you know, gravity uh, gravity is gonna be playing a role there. Hmm. So you're saying the balls are going <laughs> to drop down? Yeah, and where are they going to go? If it's as humid as it is today. What do you think God made foreheads for, <laughs> Nick? Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe uh. maybe a woman could take her scrunchie out and tie the balls up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of... Some kind of it, it can't be maybe this the warm. double platinum club will come <laughs> up with something for that. I too. hope so. There's a market for a sc- it. A, scr- a scrotunchy. <laughs> <laughs> The standing 69 scrotunchy. So many great ideas that we just give away to the world for free. 
That's how generous <laughs> we are. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, <laughs> did you look at the label, Nick? <laughs> yes. Okay, let's know. Who's this from? <laughs> Who's it from? Jesus. Double Platinum Club. You still sick? <laughs> I still, you know, I got a, like a little lingering tickle thing. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to uh, make it to the end. I know. It's been over a month. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, July is just not for me these days. What are you, Freddie Mercury? Get over it. <laughs> Jesus. He's going to put in brilliant performances uh, up until the end, uh, all the way to the end. Yeah. Holding Wembley Stadium in the palm of your hand as you sing Radio Gaga to a full house. That's pretty much what you that's, that's how I'm feeling right now. Short shorts and a wife beater. I think I could pretty much, you know, see eye to eye, identify with Freddie in that regard. This is the podcast equivalent, I would say. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <coughs> All right, so it's from the DPC. Yeah, you sure know me. Is, ding, man. ding, ding. Got it. Something to go uh, with uh, it, for those of you who have bought the old uh, Demon Waffle Iron. That finally came out, huh? Yeah, I saw it at the expo when we were there. A couple it's been months released. Ago. That yeah. was something that I remember seeing people posting about on social media a while back. Like, or it's a pan- probably more than it, a year is ago. Is it a pancake iron or waffle? I don't no, know. No, it's a waffle. Was it waffle? Yeah. Man, is there such a thing as a pancake iron? I think Nick just made up something. Yeah. Nick, what are you talking about? <laughs> pancake iron. How would that even work? <laughs> you get a Fine. lover's breakfast going with a demon waffle, though. Yeah, you could. You could do that pancake art that somehow people oh figured out yeah, where you like so pipe it in at different times. Yeah, and you draw browns. you draw the outline of it first, let it cook a little, yeah. then you fill it in and flip it over, and it. But that's yeah. a skill. That's that's not that's a like that uh, that cappuccino art. And yeah. all, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's that's like a, isn't that big in Asia the cappuccino art kind of thing. I don't know. I don't I'm know. just gonna say yes. I, I think mean, so. you see people do it all the but time people, in this country. Yeah. With like leaves and stuff. Yeah, I could. I would say yes. I just I've never seen it in person. That's what I. It's it always seemed like uh, something unattainable in well, the, the establishments all, it, I've been to. That's the equivalent of the bartender flipping bottles around. It's just like just serve me my fucking drink. <laughs> Enough of the bullshit. <laughs> You're not getting an extra tip for this. I'm not impressed because you took more time. Exactly. <laughs> flipping <laughs> bottles around. Yeah, you take one of those bottles upside the head. That's what should happen. <laughs> All right, demon waffle iron. So it's something that you can use concurrently with your demon waffle iron. Okay. It's the uh, bacon love microwave bacon mold rack. That's nice for daddy. <laughs> I think it would be. If you're a bacon fan. Bacon love. <laughs> All night long, apparently. All, long. All morning long, actually. Oh, uh, okay, the, I just got it. Just just registered with me. It's the uh, full name one more time. The Bacon Love. All morning long. Microwave bacon mold rack. Bacon You've mold. seen those microwave bacon racks. Oh, yeah. You, kinda, you, you hang the bacon on it. I think at one point we played the Queen commercial of the bacon bowl on Pot of Thunder. We did a long way, time way back ago. at the beginning. Yeah, that's yeah, right. There was a... Like a queen style. Yeah, they nailed it. Those people. Parody of the infomercial for the bacon bowl. Yeah. yeah so it's a similar item. Um, and this one, actually, it's, it's they have special molds. And uh, you kind of like stuff the bacon into the mold as it, you know, and it cooks out. And 
It, uh, and then when you pull it out, you have either a little uh, axe bass or a little Iceman guitar. <laughs> a little strip of bacon like that. And you might notice that there's six of them. There's three of each. They mm-hmm. look a little cramped. They're actually, it would have been made more sense, you know, there'd be a little more space if there were five, but mm-hmm. you know how KISS works. You can't yeah. just, you can't have w- one one guy having one more than the other. Yeah. So they had to force that on there. So how many slices is it? But then pieces? It's, it's six. You get six. three of each. And it's it's something that it's not, um, it's not something that you can go to the store and get. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing they're going to maybe try to work out the design of it because it doesn't look like, it, you know, if you have one of those rotating microwaves, it might not work. Mm. Something for like, you know, uh, consumer testing purposes. Oh, you would suggest that maybe it's a... <laughs> yes, I that's what it. it is. I got it. <coughs> and the, the, uh, the liquid, the grease... Mm-hmm. You got to think of that, right? Yeah, you got to dispose of that or yeah. separate it somehow. Goes uh, drips down into the uh, the patented uh, greasing to live reservoir. You know, it's real funny. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it is. <laughs> greasing to live. Yeah, everybody's got a greasing <laughs> to live. You got to have a little. Nick, how many? Like, so if it makes six, how many of those do you think you could put away in a in the morning? Ooh, average this, morning. Yeah. yeah, at this point in my life, give it to me. I could probably put away all six still. I probably wouldn't be. This guy's such a big man over here. <laughs> I probably still could. So you're a bacon fan. I am a bacon fan. Yet you don't like hot dogs. No. Interesting. It's very simple. I can explain Nick's uh, all right, meat I'm just, thing. I'm, I'm just going to move the mic to, yeah, over Nick, here. You don't need to talk. If it's removed from the animal in its natural state were removed and then served that way, Nick will eat it. But if it's taken processed somewhere, somehow. ground, processed, he's not interested. Well, you, so you don't like ham- ground beef, hamburgers? No, he doesn't. I do not. I'll, Nick, don't, don't bother. I mean, throw <laughs> okay. He says they're like rubber bands. They're too chewy and he doesn't like them. Very strange. Yeah. Very odd individual. But Andy, yeah. Don't listen to this idiot. <laughs> Andy's correct. You know, all I got it all that. figured out. I got it all figured out with Nick. All right. So the question everybody wants to know. One, do we even have a random song generator anymore? What's yeah, going on? Do. Okay. It Does is. it still work? I, I mean, know that. I don't Did know. it take over the air conditioner somehow? Is it well, I wonder oh, that's if it's right. I, yeah, I wonder if it blew it out. There's a lot of systematic problems here. Yeah. There's no guarantee this thing's going to Yeah, that might have killed your air conditioner now that I think of it. Well, yeah, it might have finally been too much for your breaker to handle i think the sports machine might have just killed the air conditioner for fun <laughs> for perverse pleasure yeah we need to get rid of that thing yeah piece of crap why can't why can't we just you know select kiss songs ourselves why do we have to leave it up to this thing why do we have to always oh, come this far this thing so. right. whatever well why don't you take a stick keep your distance <laughs> and flip the on switch Sound you make when you smell bacon in the morning. <laughs> that whole song, or just the <laughs> end? <laughs> well, I, I guess if you're pumped enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like that. And you s- smell that. You're in, in, doing your inaugural uh, bathroom trip for the day. And then you <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> All right. So tell me, how does the bacon love all morning long bowl molded you bacon bowl you brand? You did it. How does that interact Listen with the to you. song generator? Um, is there a microwave on it or something? Yeah, there's so a microwave in it. Okay. I guess I'll just do that. That'd yeah, be easy enough, right? Let's just do that. Yeah. Let's get this song let's out see, of there. I'll put it on uh, six strips, and I'll put it in for about, I don't know, what, three minutes? We don't have that much time. Okay, five seconds. Okay. Yeah! <laughs> Bacon's that, does ready. That, does that help? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one comes off. Creatures of the Night. It's called Creatures of the Night. Oh, boy. Bacon is the key Apparently, to getting should have had bacon good stuff five years ago. This song makes perfect sense with everything we've talked about up until this point. It does. Standing 69. Bacon. With the women standing up. Mm-hmm. Feet on the floor. Humidity. People acting. Moisture collecting. <laughs> Pith helmets. All that stuff. Cappuccino art. In yeah. <laughs> Fan in it. What a... What a dummy. What a waste of time. Yeah. That you know, doesn't do anything. A tiny fan blowing on the top of your head in I a closed head. Andy might remember this, but uh, we had no air conditioner in uh, one of my old cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, Which one? The blue one? I think it was the blue one. The, the, the Ford tor- Taurus? The Taurus. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was incredibly hot summer. Yeah. And I thought, like, well, you know what? I'll just go to Walgreens, <laughs> buy one of those fans <laughs> that you that'll put batteries in. That'll help. Those tiny little ones you hold in your hand, you know? Mm-hmm. And I figure I'll hang it from the from the mirror. That ought to do something. Did that help you? Did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. No, it was the... Uh, was there no air conditioning unit in the car to begin with? No, or there was w- it broke? There was, and it was broke. Yeah. Nothing worse than that. You gotta have that fixed immediately. I went through that to a small degree last year at the house. Not, it's not, f- easy. not fun. Not fun. Not easy. Not enjoyable. All right. So there's a lot to be read here in Kiss Behind the Mask. Where to begin? I guess, you know, this song's probably worthy of reading a lot of this. So bear with me. Let's start with Paul Stanley. <coughs> Creatures of the Night was very much a recapturing of our desire and our focus as a band and a reclaiming of what was important to us. We had become rich, fat, and lazy and become enamored with the idea of having our peers think we were smart and musical and really all the things that are poison to us. Yeah, just a terrible idea. The elder just, uh, again, trying to impress... The prog rock types out there, horrible idea. Yeah, it's never a good idea. Piss on them. I agree. You ever had to spend time with people like that who are into that stuff? I try not to. I'm not saying everyone who's into that is a bad person. I'm just saying when you have to listen to that shit for too long, it can really wear you down. It's bad. It's bad. When we did Creatures, it was that step of us declaring that we were back not in terms of sales or anything else, but back in terms of knowing what we were about and what was important to us. And there's actually a great 16-track demo of Creatures of the Night that is virtually identical to the master. 
Nick, have you heard of it? I don't think I ever have. It came about at Adam Mitchell's house. As soon as we were writing it, we knew it would start the album. For me, that's always important. Once that song's written, the rest is much easier. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To me, the first song sets the identity and tone for the album. I've got a little quote here from the box set book. Look at this. So much research. From Paul Stanley once again. Giving the people what they want. Research. The guitar player on Creatures of the Night is Steve Ferris. A great guy who actually was a breath a hair's breath from being in the band. I've never heard that, a hair's breath. But anyway, I remember Eddie Van Halen coming in to hear what we were doing, knowing we were looking for a guitar player. After hearing the solo on Creatures of the Night, he looked at me and asked, well, why don't you get this guy? Of all people, Edward was basically asking us, who could possibly play a better solo? Gee, let me guess. Now, did would you think that that, I mean, obviously it didn't happen. But would that have made any sense for Eddie Van Halen to yeah. have left Van Halen in 1982 and go to Kiss? Yeah, absolutely not. I'm sure he had some frustrations or whatever. Yeah, but there's always been those stories that yeah. oh, he almost joined. That wouldn't. I mean, who knows? You know, we only we only know what actually went down. So that's the only thing yeah. that makes sense yeah, yeah. to us. But it just uh, <laughs> it doesn't it it doesn't really like with the whole getting unknowns to fill in the, sh- you know, to be mm-hmm. the characters and all at that point doesn't really make much sense. I mean, no. it would have been a big deal for kiss. <laughs> that was not any more likely of happening than the rumor that they, that Van Halen considered Patty Smythe of scandal to be their singer at one point. I don't know where these stories come from, but it's just not true. Not even remotely possible. Is that, that a story happen. she tells? No, it's it comes from, it's come from the band. I really? believe. I, well. No, it, it was never going to happen. Hmm. Now you guys know who Steve Ferris is, right? I'm, the name is uh, ringing a bell, but I'm I'm trying to place him. I'm going to give you a hard no on that yeah, one. Yeah, you've I, heard his music, Andy. Is he an air supply? No, I don't know him. He is in the <laughs> band who. Uh, performs the uh, soundtrack during the sex scenes in MacGruber. Uh. Talking about Mr. Mister. Okay, that's who he is. Yeah. Hmm. Now that's not a band that I recall 
being one that would y- you would use to lure women into the bedroom. That would be Mr. Big, I would think, right? No, no, the no. One, well, the one song. The yeah, that's what I mean. I don't even know the name of it. Yeah, but we the discussed that one. briefly before we started rolling. Uh, you had your, uh, what was it, Squeeze was one I mentioned. And then Alvis uh, Costello was another one. Seemed to work. Women were into that? Yeah, it's kind of, it's like a, you know, the pandering inclusions in your album collection. You have the greatest hits from either one of them and use them to your advantage when necessary. Always seem to work. Adam Mitchell, (laughs) after the Creatures album had been released, I was at home clicking through the TV channels and I see this guy on some religious channel waving the Creatures album and screaming at the top of his voice how this song was written by the devil. I thought, no, dude. Me and Paul wrote that in my kitchen. (laughs) Laps. More Adam Mitchell. Oh, Creatures of the Night and Danger were both written in my house and demoed in my studio at home in Hollywood. My goodness. They should have, Kiss should have just set up camp there permanently. No kidding, right? If that's what came out of there. I always had a special place in my heart for the Creatures album because we had so much fun recording it. I sang some of the backgrounds on Creatures of the Night and Danger, and I played that guitar riff that comes in halfway through and at the very end of Creatures of the Night. Um, two more. <gasps> Michael James Jackson, Creatures of the Night, was co-written by Paul and Adam Mitchell, one of the writers I had introduced the band to. The song had such great character to it that we knew early on it would be the title track of the album. And finally... From Gene Simmons. I didn't play bass on the song Creatures of the Night. I remember some guy sitting there playing bass, and I said, gee, that sounds good. Leave it. There you go. So the question. See, it's like Michael James Jackson is here with us while we do this song. It's pretty much what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, do we know who played bass? Look it up. No, I don't. <laughs> Does Dude. anybody know? Is this? It's probably on Wikipedia. Usually has those types of things listed. All right, it's a race to see who can. <sighs> I'm looking up. Oh, we're typing I'm so fast. I'm just. I'm looking up other things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nick's looking up standing sixty nine <laughs> logistics. How would this work theoretically? <laughs> Personnel. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. People know they're yelling. Oh, I'm sure. The guy who did it is probably yelling. <laughs> oh, everyone knows. It was me. Everyone knows Mike Porcaro. Oh, come on. Come on now. Yeah. Everyone knows him. Mike Porcaro. Yeah. I didn't know. I th- a, it says Associated Acts. Toto. Toto, yes. The Porcaro brothers. But I didn't know the bass player's name was Mike. I thought it was something else. Michael Joseph Mike, in quotes, Porcaro. Okay. I, didn't th- I didn't know that was the bass player's name. I know the drummer was Jeff Percaro. Highly regarded musicians. Also associated well, yeah, with Vicky Lawrence. Okay. Well, there so. you have it. What, do you marry her? Or what? I don't know. She must have done an album. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's known for her cover of The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. You probably played bass on it. You probably put that together. There you go. And unfortunately, and this fucked her afterwards. <laughs> The Mama's Family original soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, this guy passed away in 2015, but his bass playing lives on. 
We're going to enjoy it here. Yes, the title track. When did this come out? Sometime. 1982. In the fall. You know, it always is. In the fall, because that's what Kiss did. Yeah. I'll say September 12th. (laughs) October 25th, 1982. Just before Halloween. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Oh, man. Nick's got to be excited. I am. This is... uh, Should I... should I, yeah, I don't have to hide my hand at this I'm point. I'm kind of excited, too, because I'm not super uh, familiar with the studio version. I'm well aware of the uh, of the live version that was the opening cut of the set on the uh, Kissology Volume 3. Yeah, that was... Uh, I had heard this song, like the studio version before, but it was never one that I really went and listened to that much until a Live 3 came out. Yeah, and then when they opened with that, I'm there like, "Oh, go. what is this?" Now, had they opened with that before? Possibly on um, the Creatures tour. I would say there. I think they did on the Creatures tour, but yeah. I don't think between the two they did. Yeah, but then they they brought it back, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm ready to listen <laughs> to this. <laughs> I just want to see how long we could not. We could look noise. at each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess uh, might as well say before the song that uh, this is. Easily in my top ten, possibly my top five all-time Kiss songs. Wow. Nothing wrong with that. I know that that sort of uh, reveals my intentions at the end of the song, but uh, I think I did that years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So Anybody who's been paying even remote attention knows how your votes are going to (coughs) go. Yeah. Well, let's not beat around the bush any longer. Let's hear it. Two things. Yes. Um, I think a few weeks back we talked about iconic drum intros. I think that was like maybe three years ago. Two weeks ago. That no, was a couple weeks ago, I think. What were we talking about? I know uh, that's come up over the show, the course of the show, but. Well, I don't know. but I, I believe you. I know, I know Shock Me was talked about. I forget what song we actually were doing. Maybe it was a couple of months ago. I don't know. But this is, I think this goes up there. Okay. This is one where when you hear it, you're like, okay, I know what this is. Um, and that <laughs> must be that uh, that Sorry. guitar riff, right? That dee 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 dee. We have an update on the that Adam Mitchell saga. saga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I'm looking at the additional <laughs> personnel on uh, <laughs> Creatures of the Night. Seems a pot of thunder listener may have made an edit that I didn't know really? was here. Yeah. Why would what is it? What does it say? Michael Jaff and Bob Nip, uncredited songwriters. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Dude, that was done like a year ago. Bob Nip. Oh, God. Oh, that's that's great. I'm looking it up right now just to corroborate here. Ruining it for everyone it's on the still on. That's Wait, okay, let's see here. It's there, dude. Wow. <laughs> Weird how they're on top of some pages on Wikipedia, but not others. It's still there. Well, that could just slide through, and you'd be like, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really sure about that. If you're, Mi- if you're Michael Jap, and, well, yeah, actually, he passed away. I was going to say, if you're if you're the other guy, and you're looking it up, you're like, who's Bob Nip? <laughs> I don't remember him. I'm calling this into question. Mm. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, well, That's right. why. R. He R. passed P. away. Jap, no one yeah. knows. That's still on there. That's amazing. Sorry. Yeah. 
Okay. You know how many people have looked that up? Since, <laughs> I mean, honestly, that was done so... I mean, we didn't do it just to, just to you know, clear no. the air there. No. But uh, that was done a while ago. Yeah. Kids have done school reports <laughs> ringing the praises of Bob Nip. <laughs> oh, man, I wonder which part Bob Nip wrote. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is another uh, tune that just just you listen to it and you're just like, "There's no way this is Ace Freely playing yeah. this cut." I yeah, mean, I had jumped off ship by then, but I just wonder if people realized it or were even taken aback by it because, uh, you know, Ace was all over the. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Album cover is on the in the video. He did the promotion, but uh, interviews is, and all that stuff. Anybody could who knows anything about musical flair and style understand that this is not Ace Freely playing. So, mm-hmm. question. So, I'm reading. It says Steve Ferris played the solo. But in this book, did I read that he played everything? Just in my book, guitar? it said he played guitar. Okay. Got it. Because I'm wondering. Did, did not specify solo. All right. So who knows? Let's go with your book. Probably everybody knows. Because it would have to be, right? But we don't know. Doing all these little leads. That's probably not Paul Stanley. I don't think that's Paul no. Stanley. No. So I mean, it's, it's, if you've heard any Mr. Mister stuff, this sounds like what he would play some real atmospheric type stuff yeah okay so makes sense so lyrically to me, this song always made me think of like a sub race. You know what I mean? Like a like a like what like the time like machine a, oh. movie. Okay, I think like, you meant like an eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwiches like racing a, each other. I guess I should have said subterranean okay, race. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like. <laughs> like sub race provi- presided over by the drummer of that uh, <laughs> his tribute band we saw. His, his, his staff is a like a three foot long, like the ones you see at parties that have yeah. car- cardboard underneath. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's the you Joey order chestnut ahead of, ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, he's the Joey chestnut of eating subs. 
All right. What the hell is this? So anyway, yeah. Creature. You're right. You look up Creatures of the Night lyrics on Google. Uh-huh. There's some other song that comes up first. What kind of shit is that? There's no other song. There's no other song. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Right. Is but it a Rockwell song or something? I wish. It's by um, Austin Mahone and Hardwell. Rockwell. Close to Rockwell. Rockwell. Close to Rockwell yeah. Hard as a Rockwell. Oh, see? <laughs> it, it's him. Is that Barry Gordy's nephew? Is that what he was? He was his Rockwell? Dad. Yeah. Isn't that how he got Michael Jackson on, uh, yeah. on the song? And when then somehow the LMFAO guys are also Barry Gordy's nephews. Is that right? Yeah. Which is right. like a 10-year-old reference, but still. If you're, well, hey, man. Way later than been around. Yeah. If you're Barry Gordy's nephew. He's the uh, African-American Anthony Quinn impregnating women well into his golden years. Good for him. Yeah. Why not? So which part of the lyrics are we focusing on? Oh, I'm just, just talking about all of it. Yeah, yeah searching yeah. in the darkness, running from the day, yeah. hiding from tomorrow. Future deep in doubt. We're, you know, and then, of course, you know, we're creatures of the night. It's yeah. It just always made, like, I know, I get it. It's, uh, <laughs> they're they're just humans in a in an urban setting. That's probably what it actually is. And I'm sure there's a sexual that's connotation. A, that's a much worse title, though. <laughs> humans in an urban <laughs> setting? <laughs> Rather be a. <laughs> I believe that was uh, the working title. The police's spirits in the material <laughs> world, <laughs> and they somebody in their camp echoed Andy's sentiment. That's the worst song title ever. And they yeah. they changed it. We can do better, guys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can do better. I don't know, but I'm I'm just uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking I, for some reason the time machine, which I don't know how familiar you are with either the old one or the new one, but that. In the future, where there's that strange race of beings that dwell under the ground, and I'm familiar. Yes, yeah, I'm I get not it. That I don't care to be either. Was it? Were you talking about a race of submarines, <laughs> like actual underwater vessels, or these creatures? No, I, 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 I meant like a. I meant to say subterranean race. I just said sub race. Like, uh, I couldn't. I don't know. The words yeah. weren't coming. Yeah. yeah, when when you said it, I was in Andy's so mindset. Two sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> running down the, yeah. the third baseline at uh, <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers two, Stadium. Two sandwiches in the Pinewood Derby yeah, or yeah. The <laughs> with wheels. You just stick wheels in the bottom of a sandwich. You just butter the track. Oh, we should do this. <laughs> One of them had an extra weight put in it by the uh, builder's dad. <laughs> they cut they the, the salami was cut. Too thick. Yes, it was against, exactly. against regulation. <laughs> There's a and nub it, of summer sausage yeah. stuff in there. <laughs> Un, an unauthorized <laughs> slice of olive loaf <laughs> in there to add to the uh, uh. center of gravity. <laughs> Is there anything more pathetic than a dad who cheats in the Pinewood Derby? No, it's no. like, go kill yourself. Yeah. Seriously. What a, what a What's wrong with you? Yeah. Get your shit together, idiot. The best is the dad that gets caught cheating, though, <laughs> and they get dis- the kid gets disqualified. It's like, way to go, man. And let me guess, the, the, the dad is always defiant in that oh, yeah, situation. I'm sure. It's never like, well, yeah. <laughs> you got me. I'm out. Yeah. Let's go. I didn't do anything. What? Yeah. What? Show me in the rules where it says you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, like, show me. Get the me. hell out of here. Yeah. That motherfucking... 
Pinewood Derby license. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. The dad turns into uh, (laughs) that scene from Payback where uh, Mel Gibson's at that fancy restaurant. He's got the uh, the stolen credit card that he's trying to pay with. Like, sorry, sir, there's something wrong with it. Scan it or run it again, or however you swipe it again. He just he just it looks at the guy and it's not like oh something's wrong. No, run it through again. It's your fault. Yeah. Like like yeah, go weigh it again. Yeah, <laughs> like just not accepting the the uh, the facts at that point. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's guitar playing isn't doing it for me. It's it's it sounds too murky. I mean, to go along with the submarine races we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's underwater. Literally, I mean, it's it's like it's just not. It's, there's no cut to it. It's all a wash and effects, which was kind of that guy's deal. But I don't know. It doesn't make. Any, I, I'm not. I'm not thrilled with this guitar playing. See, that pl- that last fill if you want to call it a fill or lead we'll just call it mm-hmm. always i always thought oh that's not okay i could see vinnie vincent you know having played that particular it's definitely particular closer thing. to a vinnie vincent sound than an ace freely oh it's sound. not even close to <laughs> ace freely but it's yeah. just it's, there's no cut or aggression to it which kind of takes away from the overall vibe of the studio track for me i mean you, when you're used to hearing a live version with bruce kulik in his prime shredding on it, this is just is not going to measure up. So, I mean, and, and I I heard the live version before I ever heard the studio version. So, you know, first impressions are usually the ones that stick with you. a good line right there breathing in the madness spitting out the light it's pretty cool it's a good line yeah absolutely um what does he say nick one more time breathing in the madness spitting spitting out out the light light or night i thought it was light is it night it could it could be light but the the internet is telling me different what is it saying spitting out the lies no, I don't. Wrong. 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 Nope. I mean, I'll have to I'll have to check my uh my vinyl cuz it's got the uh it's in the you sleeve don't have it's got to check. Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's light. That's what I always heard yeah. it as. I like breathing in the madness though. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's mm. nose full of madness. That's what you need. It's a good album title. <laughs> Or a cologne. I don't know. <laughs> no soul <swamp laughs> madness. Be a good uh, Anvil album title, I think. <laughs> Could make that work. What always wins? The losers. losers. Oh. 
boozers. Yeah. Got it. I mean, it's... Lyrically, I don't know what that means. Uh, when the clock strikes 12. And, by the way, yeah. another Paul Stanley, uh, you know, time specific time. time our, stamp. Add that on to our, uh, our clock, our Paul Stanley clock. Yeah. <laughs> along with... <laughs> Along with 11.30, <laughs> quarter to n- uh, <laughs> 5.15, quarter to 9. There's a million nine. of them. You're yeah. never going to yeah. come up with them all. 10 o'clock. 7.38, I believe, is mentioned <laughs> in one song that maybe we haven't done yet. know i've brought up something similar to this before but around the time when i was listening to alive 3 heavily around the time it came out um i was also it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Listening to Speak of the Devil. Hmm. The, uh,. Ozzy live album? Yeah, the uh, the Brad Gillis uh, Ozzy live album. Great album. Great album. Um, originally supposed to be Randy evil Rhodes. guitar playing on that. Yeah. Album. The uh, well, yeah. The uh, I always thought that the uh, the use of the harmonics on uh, the Children of the Grave riff worked pretty well. N- nice deviation there, but yeah, uh, you got to tip your hat to that guy. He really rose to the occasion yeah. there, um, which was initially supposed to be uh, Randy Rhodes, and he didn't want to do it. And I guess there was a f- bit of a fallout between him and uh, Ozzy about it. And it never ended up happening, about of course, with Randy. But about what? Uh, Randy Rhodes was supposed to be, uh, like, it was when he was still alive. They were they were trying to beat Black Sabbath to the punch with. Uh, I think it was Live Evil. Oh, okay. The Do one, right? Wasn't that Live Evil? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the st- I think that's the story that they were trying to beat them to the punch. We'll just come out with Black Sabbath songs. Oh, okay. And I think yeah, and he didn't want. And he didn't. He didn't want. He didn't want to do that. And I guess there was you know ill will because of that. And then of course it never ended up happening anyway. But I think he was. I think they were lined up to to do it at that point. But anyway. Um, the symptom of the universe, uh, that little middle transition where the, the whole mood of the song is entirely different. Yeah. That's that. Uh, and I'm listen- I was listening to that album and Alive 3 kind of uh, around that same time period. And that, that these two parts always kind of, they always kind of went together for yeah, me. I yeah, I like that connection. It's good well stuff, done. Nick. That's what we're missing when you're not here. Crazy from the heat. Things are just coming out right now. <laughs>
era Kiss shirt are you wearing right now? Dynasty. Oh, Dynasty. Okay, I don't have my glasses on, but I saw Eric Carr back there somehow. I recognize his drums. I was gonna say that wouldn't be Dynasty then. Well, it's um, the Dynasty outfits, but it's I guess unmasked. It'd be the unmasked era. Unmasked. Actually. Yeah. Sorry. That is Eric Carr, right? Yeah, that's Eric Carr. Yeah, but, they're, but they're wearing the the other guys the are wearing giant the, costumes. It's all Dynasty costumes for the other three, but yeah, I guess it's unmasked technically. Okay. Whoops. Got it. Well, close enough. I'll say. Instead of creatures of the crazy night. from the heat again. Got yeah. drunk and fell into the water. <laughs> right? Isn't that how he says it? <laughs> that's it on uh, Crazy from the Heat. That's not the name of the song, though. Going crazy. Going crazy. Yeah. Fell into the water. Reactions? Yeah, there's nothing special about that. I don't know. I understand all the crowing about it from people and suggesting that he should be in the band for playing that. It's not enough for you? No. Is this similar to the Rick Derringer discussion that it's a uh, passable solo, but it's not blowing you away? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. The guy could definitely play, but I mean, just to, to suggest that that would qualify him to be in the band? I don't think so. I think there's some uh, some good note choices going on. Some, you know, I think I, I, I've always liked it. I mean, I uh, cut my teeth, if you will, on the, uh, the Bruce version of it, which yeah. if I recall, he's basically playing that. It's just this is more, th- this is almost a looser version. Like it kind of comes and goes when it wants to, timing wise. Yeah. And I, if I remember correctly, Bruce's is a little bit more on the beat. Bruce's is tighter, which is weird. Yeah, I think because it, it's a live album, yeah. but it's and he's also a better guitar player. Sure, so has more of a sense of what it should be about, despite the fact that when he came into the band, he was kind of following the uh, the trends of the '80s guitar tread hero before he found his own voice but uh by the time he found it this had worked its way back in the set opening shows and he just owned it at that point so and again a lot of it is first impressions like we've talked about um but i don't know there's nothing special about what's going on here guy's a capable player but to suggest he should have been in the band i don't think so there's a little fills throughout the song just don't do it for me there's no it's not in your face enough that's so what happens when you're all so is it running through all this processed rack gear you got no cut to your sound it's not it's all muffled and murky like a submarine race Nick. <laughs> 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 No, Agree, disagree, think, neither. Just thinking of tomatoes getting loose and floating up to the top. <laughs> no, I, 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 I mean, I have no problem with it. Wait, so I the, think, so I think it's, wait, it's so the submarine sandwiches are underwater now. <laughs> I guess, right? Wow, I didn't even think of that. It would, it would work on both levels. Okay, go um, ahead. 
I think I I always thought you know it's it's the whole mood of the album. It's a dark, cynical kind of a brooding kind of an album. So yeah, I yeah, I that's mean fine. I I get I get where Chris is coming from. Um, but I yeah I personally never had an issue with it. I think it works. So now you bring up guys like Randy Rhodes and. Brad Gillis on the Speak of the Devil album, which was coming out right around this time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you want to talk about some fucking evil-sounding, in-your-face guitar playing. That, That's yeah. it right there. Absolutely. It was of the times. And then, you know, on Kiss's comeback, you get this. I'm just underwhelmed by it. We haven't talked about Eric Carr's drumming yet. It's great. Excellent. This was the this was what you know, they, they always kinda say like, okay, he came into the band, he's a hard rock guy. Yeah. Had to do the elder. Yeah. Uh and then he got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So right. the, I mean this is yeah, he got he gets to shine finally. Right. This is like the thank God I get to do this after yeah. that. Even though there's some parts of the elder that are hard rock, but yeah. not like this. Not, like no, this. this not on this level. Is your cat a creature of the night? Does he go prowling? <sighs> yeah. Does he? Yeah. Cause I mean, no, he doesn't leave the house. No, but does no, he? No, but no. does he? Uh, is he up and around and exploring? Yeah. yeah. He causes trouble, sure. Because other pets from the neighborhood come around, and then it drives them crazy. Yeah. Like if there's another cat, you know, outside the window, he's going nuts, <coughs> basically. Or fox, maybe or that's raccoon, or something. Maybe that's why he stayed in the room the whole episode so far. Because he likes this song. This is like his theme song. Yeah. That could be what's going on right now. Wow. He's digging we it. We can hear the weird moans he's making because <laughs> we have headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you hear that, you know there's something going on. It's basically outside. imitating the beginning of the guitar solo. <laughs> song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty accurate. I'd, of course, be remiss, and it just occurred to me uh, that seeing them do this on the cruise, and again, Tommy Thayer, much better job than Steve Ferris on this, much more in-your-face guitar playing. It was pretty fucking awesome. Is that just the tone or also the selection of notes, like as far as leads? It's mainly the... The main thing is this Steve Ferris guy was known to be... kind of in the similar camp as the edge using a lot of delay effects and chorusing and stuff like that that just it, it kills the cut of the guitar there's no aggression to it plug in turn up and 
let rip is the formula. And uh, I got to say, I, I'm I w- very happy I went on the Kiss Cruise I did with the Creatures theme show. It was awesome. And uh, this tune, of course, was a highlight. Pretty sure they opened with this, but I, I don't even... I don't remember the order of the set, but it was pretty damn cool. <laughs> All right. We're always good for that. Yep. Cutting and stopping right before the ending. Right before. And that's like, I don't know if you want to go back just like a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. That that last hit is is aw- like they're not together on it, mm. but it it's but I have no issue with it. But it's just an interesting thing that for such a like a big, tight, polished, you know, album. <laughs> it's kind of a messy. Yeah. yeah a kind of. All right. Let's hear this. Just the very last hit. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I don't know I'm, what I'm happened. I'm making. I think the internet making broke. these outrageous demands. Got it. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. It kind of like kind of fell over. Someone fell over at the end. Yeah, if this was a more modern recording, they would have corrected that. Yeah, and that's and absolutely no problem with it. It just always stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah, that ending fill was a little weak. Something like he tripped over a little bit, but but yeah, I like the fact they left it in. It's it's a little human element to it. Little subhuman element. All right, so it's time to vote hell or hallelujah. Nick, Come you're going to vote first Come because on. you've already this is shown re- This is a ridiculous question. What is th- I have two well, clips up here. We have to go here. through uh, the exercise. It's, uh, it's, it's hot in here. I'm, I'm growing impatient. This, uh, <gasps> shouldn't even have to do this. Does that mean you're going to send it somewhere? It's going to send it up oh. into the stratosphere. Good I believe the, a similar trajectory as the tomatoes, <laughs> uh, leaving this. It's, it's ascending, yes, yes. rising to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. I said it before. Easily top ten, possibly top five. Um, don't care what Danko Jones has to say about my list. This is a. Uh, Oh my goodness! That was from your Kiss Top Twenty list. Yeah, there's criticism of your list. It upset either an individual or a group of individuals. I don't even know. I think it's one guy. Okay. What was your? um, You had a name that was similar to that. I was Pinko. (laughs) (laughs) I love to put Pinko crumbs on things when I bake them. (laughs) I do. That's right. Makes right. everything better. That's a smart. You like macaroni and cheese? I do like Ten it. Ten times better oh. with panko on top. Well, let's stop butter the episode. And, a butter and panko mi- mixture. Let's go make this. All right. Don't so. be a fool. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a fantastic song. Uh, it always has been, always will be. Uh, really, really cool of them when they brought it out for the, uh, the opener, you know, on the uh, Alive 3 album. And uh, I think... I mean, just like this album, this this song, and it's become uh, it it's grown in popularity over the years. Yeah, like it has. It's it's actually. I I mean, I don't know how you would gauge or measure something like that, mm-hmm. but I would say it's probably more popular. Like the album and this particular song, it's probably more popular than it's ever been. 
certainly more popular than when it came out. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people were just the aftermath of the elder. I mean, it's just people just <sighs> left in droves. And what led up to the elder? Even though, you know, yeah, again, we original members th- leaving, yeah, that sort yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah. To the times changing, music mm-hmm. styles and yep. preferences. And, I mean, Kiss had probably reached a saturation point with a lot well, of people. Well, and that's why that. they took the makeup yeah. off at this stage. I mean, they basically, what you have here is an artistic triumph that was largely ignored, yeah. except for the I Love It Loud video. Yeah. Except for now, it's, I mean, it's more appreciated than ever, so, yeah. as it should be. But, um, well, like I said, I, I of all the Kiss cruises to have gone on, I'm very pleased that I went on the creatures themed one. That show was great. Yeah, no so question about it. I don't have much else to say about it except for it's it's an it, it is a triumph, like Chris said. A, it, a triumph of songwriting, a triumph of production, Sonically, performance. Yes. Um just everything. Just the, the whole mood of the song and of the album. Yeah, it's it uh, yeah, they rebounded from a colossal failure. I Which mean, unfortunately was the the w- aftermath of that failure caused this to be largely ignored. But yeah. uh, since you're, you're going, Chris, keep it going. Give us a vote. Oh, hallelujah! Of course. And I'll I'll also base mine on the you know opening the the revenge tour set with this brilliant move. And think about this also. Um, at least on uh, you know ki- the kissology uh, was it? What's the uh, what's the Michigan uh, Auburn Hills? Auburn Hills. They came out to uh, "I Stole Your Love." Yeah, think about that. Really? Two tour uh, the the uh, Hot in the Shade tour. At least in, in that one, I don't know if they switched it up much, but the Hot in the Shade tour. That's they did. They I stole your I love. Stole your the love revenge they, tour. Yeah. They do creatures and then of the creatures night. of the night. Yeah. Think, I mean that's just like. Gotta love that. Yeah, but in both cases. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, I think I think a lot of that had to do with, um, you know, that was another period where they rediscovered their roots after kind of going astray for a fair amount of the 80s. And I also would credit it to uh, Bruce Kulick finding his voice in the band and the whole unit getting a lot more aggressive sounding and back to the the roots of the band so it all came together pretty well toward the end of the 80s and this was the early part and uh very well done all right hallelujah for me as well what can you say (laughs) about creatures of the night that hasn't been said before why is this just coming I, out I, with 20 episodes? I've, I've missed that. That's happened. It's, it's just it been has? A, yeah, that's yeah. Like I don't a, remember. That's, it's it's been a while. That's the third or fourth time, but it's been a long time. And you timed it perfectly. That was good. I, that was it? seamless. That was really good. Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said, and especially I'd like to shine <laughs> a little extra light on uh, Eric Carr's performance because <laughs> not only the tone that was captured with his performance that we've discussed a million times, you know, the power of the recording, but also, like, the swing of what he's playing. So it has 
some swing to it and a lot of power to it. It's a cool combination. You could dance to this if you wanted to, but it doesn't come across as being like disco. Well, it's you know yeah, I mean? it's essentially a disco beat. Right, but it but it comes across as hard rock. So it's a cool it's really yeah. great. Excellent work by Eric Carr. Yeah, not the that whole, he, the whole know, the whole album. He doesn't he doesn't need my seal of approval, no, but, he's got but it. uh yeah. But it's I'm sure it's nice to hear anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the whole album, absolutely. It's a triumph for Eric Carr and a triumph for drum sounds after Kiss famously struggled with drum sounds. I forgot which book, which of the many books it was, but where they, you know, they'd be like, why can't we sound like Led Zeppelin? What's going on? Why does this album Well, sound they did and Larger Than Life. I mean, those fucking drums are cannons. That's true. Tune. But I th- It's like, yeah. how do you get away from that? I, I, we've talked about this time and time again on here. Yeah. I mean, Dynasty was still pretty good, but Unmasked was very weak sounding in comparison, and Elder is just an across the board disaster. Yeah. So, I'll agree with you. We're, you know, I was talking about how Creatures has uh, become m- more appreciated. Yeah. Like amongst the uh, Kiss fans over time here, and um, I think the same is true with the Elder. I think people. I think there is a cult within the Kiss. Oh, there absolutely is. Where it, the elder is just like, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, blown out of proportion a bit. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it, and it's an interesting album, and the performances are fine, and whatever. But just, I think there's a perverse <laughs> sort. Of, you, you know what I mean? There's like a perverse, ironic, um, sort of appreciation. Yeah, it's that, it's that, almost that, like that they're, they're trying us. to be different by liking it. And if I can make the connection, you know, Lou Reed had a co-writing credit mm-hmm. on Elder, right? Yeah. How about the Lulu album, Lou Reed and Metallica? I mean, it's like, okay, you can tip your cap to the chance-taking element of it, the the doing something so completely outrageous you you can have some respect for that but the end result is just pure crap there's no getting around it now are there a lot of people who dig lulu because i'm not really like i i don't i'm not not really tuned into the metallica thing but have you ever heard anything from that i I remember listening to it's a disaster (laughs) it's dumb it's just look again you can respect the the thinking behind doing it and the chance taking and the ev- adventurousness of it, mm-hmm. the end result is garbage. There's no way around it. Do you think that they should have just not put it out? Yes. Yeah, just done it in like both cases. Yeah. Elder and Lulu should have never seen the light of day. Just taken a step back, reevaluated, and said, "All right, we it tried something." It should have gone on the shelf next to the Walter Payton album. Was there one? There was one that was recorded. Wow. I, don't, I don't know how well I don't know how uh, well known it is, but I'm just remembering from my college days there was a I don't remember the guy's name, but he was a uh, an engineer, recording engineer who did like the police, Diana Ross, a lot of people like that. And mm-hmm. he, I remember he was he I think Walter Payton had just died or I don't know, not that long before it. And he brought up just real quick, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I I recorded Walter Payton's album." You're like, what? (laughs) It's like it never came out, but I recorded it. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah, so it it could have. Uh, yeah. Have you heard the Lulu stuff? Some of it, not all of it. I've, I've just right. heard nobody it. nobody's <laughs> listened to all of <laughs> right, it. Right, right. Okay, yeah. kind of yeah. like the episodes of Pot of Thunder. Nobody makes it to the end. If they did, ever. we wouldn't be invited to do an episode this week. Exactly. After last week's yes. conversation, and uh, but it's just like basically what you have is this uh, is is a recording of a band trying to work out new material with monotone Lou Reed reciting lyrics over I'm going to go so far as to say it's a pure celebrity vanity project. Yes, exactly. It's holy cow, this is the guy from Velvet Underground. He wants to record this with us. Okay, let's do it. we We don't really care how it turns out. It's a thrill to be doing it. Yeah, and like, is there any sense that there's it was even any collaboration there? It's just like slap his spoken word stuff over the top of this music and let's put it no, out. It's, it, it's, I just remember it being like I, I I remember listening to some of it and thinking like, okay, I get this is some kind of weird artsy stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but I but it's. Just just because it's weird artsy stuff doesn't yeah. mean I have to And then to back to the it. elder, the revelation that oh, we put it out so we would get some respect from people who like Genesis and yes. Yeah. For that reason alone, it shouldn't have seen the light of day. Who gives a fuck what people who like those bands think about Kiss? That's pretty much and one or third or of it, our show. To try to, to try to appease the critics? <laughs> Come on. Get out of here. I, it's never going to happen. I don't like Yes. Oh, okay. And I only like a portion of Genesis. Okay. I'm not going to say, I, you know, come on. Okay. A good a good deal of it, but yeah. Anyway, on. enough of yeah. that yak, and we've got uh, uh, more business to attend to. That's is right. Is there more? There is more because there were three hallelujahs, and you know what that means. Oh, boy. I got a question for you. Paul Stanley wants to know if Creatures of the Night is a Stone Cold Kiss classic as voted by the three rock and roll standing 69 inverted position boners that are in this room. See, that, when, when you were wondering about the gravity, I just thought you were talking about the boner, but well, of course the, the testicles have to be I considered. mean, if, if there, could you imagine if there was like buoyancy to an erection, then if you t- went upside down, it would actually still be facing up if there was some sort oh. of buoyant <laughs> element going on there. Something to think about. But yeah. it's really not upside down. It's barely different. Yeah, I'm not really sure how much gravity would have an effect on it. I think the ball thing, I guess. Well, that's what I was getting to. Yeah, direction, really. Not much difference. (laughs) Hmm. A lot to think about here. whatever. It's time Um. for a change. (laughs) There's a new dawn. The Me Too movement. This, This needs to be a cornerstone of the Me Too movement. See, that would be difficult on the other side. Other side of what? Is the man performing the oral sex? That would be harder to. It's no different than the other way around. Think about well, it. Well, I mean, it kind of is. Well, I guess the woman would have to get a wide uh, stance. 
Well, right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's that's you can't just, just stand any way you want. That's just well, simple physics. Physi- that's simple physics and yeah. load bearing. Yeah. But if exactly. you're the guy, you could. That's you could just stand. You could stand with right, your right. But this knees is a touching. new dawn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm learning. Uh, this is new to everyone. Uh, right, yeah. but we shouldn't be afraid of new things. No, no. This is the this is the, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Me Too movement. This is part of it. No, I'm open to it. I'm just trying to educate myself. And anyone else who's mm. in the same boat as me. Yeah. You might have to do a little calculation. Yeah. There's, uh, there's load-bearing calculations that you have to take into account. I mean, that's some serious squats from the woman. It, yeah, I think you're overstating it. It doesn't have to be that wide of a stance. Yeah. It's not like, pretty it's wide not like head, her, though. It's not, like the, the <laughs> it's not like the sensitive spot is near her butthole. It's up there fr- close to the front. Ain't no big deal. <laughs> well, one revelation after another. Clearly, it's needed. I mean, I don't understand. You're you're making problems here where they don't exist. I think you're just afraid oh of the Me Too movement. That's what I think. Maybe see, maybe deep down I am, and I didn't even realize it. Exactly. Put your own prejudices aside. All right. It's 2018. All right. We should show up uh. at the next Me Too uh, <laughs> march with a side hashtag feet on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Give out uh, inverted blow-up dummies of men to exactly. women to bolt carry around. Is there anything more empowering than feet on the floor? <laughs> I mean, come on. This is a new dawn here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're with you, ladies. We want you to empower you. We're on your side. Exactly. There's no more oh, risk in being dropped on your head. You're in control. Yeah. As it should be. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, the, the, well I, you never know. But, I mean, I think we should start the voting with Nick. We know it's what his mm. vote's going to be. Yeah. No mystery. Uh, probably Andy last because he's the most likely to fuck things up, I would think. I've been known to do that. All right. Good. Good. Real good. Yes. Had to happen. That's the sound Gregory Hines made when his wife put her arms around him. (laughs) (laughs) Turned him over. over. (laughs) Flipped him over. (laughs) Uh, He'd have been all about standing 69 with him pointing toward the uh, ceiling. And he was a man who was so light on his feet. That's what I mean. He'd been all about it. If you want like a test run, he's probably a good guy to be (laughs) in there. Exactly. Any kind of dancer Um, type. Yeah, master of where his body is, where the weight, you know, on his body is is being thrown around. Plus, you don't have dancers who are like 200 pounds. I mean, these guys are pretty svelte, light. Yeah. Easily flipped over. Yeah. It would be like a dream match would be like a Serena Williams with a <laughs> Gregory <laughs> Hines. Hines. Yeah, that would be a good place to start. Oh, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, yeah, an that'll never happen. And a dancer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or J-Lo. You know, she's pretty thick from the waist yeah, down. Yeah, sure. 
get some good uh you know good leverage good center of gravity if you will yeah that's what you need yeah you need that and you know a dancer's body or the body of jack noseworthy <laughs> would be appropriate for being flipped over i'm probably pretty low on the list of likelihood of being flipped over into a standing 69 yeah that wouldn't be easy oh well you know We'll work our way up to that, ladies. Our Jack Noseworthy and his lover cartwheel 69 around the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the ultimate. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh. If you disagree with us, I'm sorry. About what? Though? That's just the fucking way Any, it is. About the Anything. Noseworthy thing? Or yeah, what? It's just a billion things <laughs> that people could disagree on of this. The discussion. Fact, the fact that this is a show, anything. Yeah. There's a lot to disagree the with. The fact <laughs> that, that such thoughts could be broadcast <laughs> around the world, literally around the planet. Yeah. There's you don't know who's listening to this show. <laughs> it could be like some fucking guys who are in Antarctica on some discovery mission or whatever people do down there listening to this it could be it could happen it could happen wow yeah, motherfuckers out in space listening to this shit this is so irresponsible of us <laughs> to do this no it's not uh, is this one of those it's quite things? the contrary we're forwarding the me too movement right, i'm well telling you true. hashtag feet on the floor it's, it's more of a commandeering than anything exactly <laughs> Well, oh, speaking of commandeering, it's time for the listeners to commandeer the show. That's right. Sing away. Yes, chief. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Cartwheeling around the room. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Uh, this is a terrible one. <laughs> Skip. Pick a different one. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, throw Who, it on the pile. Whoever you were. Good. We're not obligated to do these things. Throw it on the pyre. Get rid of it. These are shit. <laughs> what All is right. wrong with you people? All right, this one has three... So that's the requirement. The other ones didn't have three, or they were so, just shitty. Someone had the balls to send in a yard of questions with two. Yeah, that's not happening. Dude. Diabolical. Yeah, that's on purpose. All right, so this week's yard of questions comes to us from C.C. Baxter. Okay. Never heard of you. I was but hoping thank you. for Deville. Or, or to I was, was going to say writer, perhaps. There you go. <laughs> All right. Question one: Which member of Kiss Alive? Wait. Okay. Sorry. What? Which member of Kiss Space Alive or not would you choose to be your best friend? I think the easy one for KISS fans would be Eric Carr because that's his reputation that he was like the genuine like just yeah, wanted what's to your hang choice? out. Well, I'm prefacing it with that because initially that's where I was going to go. But I feel like 
I feel like saying, uh, like saying Bruce. Hmm. So are you saying Bruce? I guess I'm saying Bruce Kulik, yeah. It's a no-brainer for me. I'm saying Paul Stanley. Think of the perks of being best friends with Paul Stanley. Let's hear it. Do I have to spell it out for you? Think about it. I would like to know what you're thinking of. This constant, relentless hedonism. So you're saying a certain era, though. Probably not today. I'm talking any era. When has Paul Stanley not been king shit of the planet? Yeah. But I think he's got a more reserved lifestyle now. That's just fine. He still appreciates the finer things. Yeah. Art, food, That's culture. True. Absolutely. You know, and of Probably course, more than ever. Think about it. Best friends with him in the 80s? Get out of here. It would have been incredible. See, I, I said Bruce because he just seems like the most grounded. Yeah, but just, who wants just grounded? I'm at the point in my life where I want grounded. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to be cartwheeling around the room. <laughs> I want. I understand. I want, to, I want to hang out in the garage and just kind of, you know, play cornhole. Play well. Just, just, not quite. just read, have read, a have a decent conversation. Read the question again. I want to make sure I heard this right. Which member of Kiss, alive or not, would you choose to be your best friend? See, when I hear that question, I'm like, who would you choose to? Because. Some of my best friends I've been best friends with since sixth grade. So I'm talking about who would you want to have wanted to have been best friends with for decades? I would have wanted to go through the decades as Paul Stanley's best friend. Think of the perks. That's it. Okay. If I got to spell it out for you, figure it out. <laughs> Get something done. Stop cheating in the Pinewood Derby. <laughs> Grow up figure it out all right question two what kiss album not hit collection would you take on a desert island well i mean this would be it for me creatures Creatures of the night Night is the one i think so i mean and see it's an easy it, it may seem like an easy answer it's really not though, because yeah. desert island stuff. You want variety. I'm thinking that's that's got to be a key factor. Not necessarily. Well, I would I would assume that variety would be an attractive uh, uh, characteristic to to have in an album for this. But um, you know, creatures. It's not it's not huge on variety. It's it's a focused. Brutal yeah. album, um, but I'm still going with it. G- given the fact that I had to, I had to uh, really think. Like, well, I mean, because if you want variety, then what are you going to go with the Elder or what? No, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Creatures just because it's my favorite Kiss album. For simply that reason, Chris. Yeah, same reason for me. Rock and roll over. Easy choice. All right. Question three, what would be your dream place to see a KISS show? The Parthenon. The Hammond Parthenon? The Hammond, Indiana Parthenon. So that's the clip that we play. Yes. The All Right Hammond and the drum solo. Yeah. Specifically that show or just that venue? Yeah, why not that show? I mean, it's the Hotter Than Hell tour. Yeah. Yeah. 
that would be it. I mean, you know, you're you're talking the same tour as Winterland. Yeah, and right. this, you know, this is in a a place that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, from you know, home hometown kind of legendary place. Yeah, like what twelve blocks from where we grew up or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, not very far. Right. Yeah. So for for all those reasons, that's, that's a good one. That's what I'm doing. Uh, for me, it would have to have been Tiger Stadium. Uh, maybe the exact, you know, the, the first reunion show, reunion tour show. Um, but, I, I mean, if I could pick anything, it would have been Kiss at their prime at Tiger Stadium. But Yeah, you could make up a fictitious yeah. show, I guess, for yeah. this question. But, so. I mean, the, thi- the, the first shows of the uh, reunion tour... You know, those were, I could have gone to those, you know, I was around and I could have easily gone and I didn't, which is probably a mistake, but, uh, you know, um, that would be, I would, since it's an actual show that happened, I would say that one. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, CC Baxter, for your Yardo questions. And if you want to send your yard of questions in, go to potofthunder.com, click that widget, and send away three questions makes a yard. Not two. Four. No. Mm-mm. I've seen that, too. Why would people do this to you? They're just trying to upset me. Do it on purpose. Ah, you did it on purpose. <laughs> Andy's best on stage uh, lines. <laughs> no. <laughs> You did it on purpose. Master improviser. <laughs> Terrible. And we have and I, we can find that clip actually. Yeah, it exists. Yeah. I should yeah. probably pull it up for next week. <laughs> oh, you were on fire back then. Yeah. That was good stuff. Doing a play or whatever we would call that. I don't know, musical is terrible. It was good. That one was good. That one was good. Other we ones we we attempted didn't work out. Yeah, we were that one weird. Our Thanksgiving uh yes, stuff w- that, that went over. Yeah. Our old band would do these bizarre skits between songs and try to link them together with a story. Not very often. But no, a but couple th- times. This time we nailed it. Yeah. 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 You did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great acting. All right. Well, hey, I think that's enough for today. Let's uh, let you two guys escape. Get into the cool night air. Get into your comfortable vehicles. Drive ah, yourselves yes. home. And we'll be back next week with more Pod of Thunder. Shipbuilding, you don't know? Nah, I'm not sure that I know that. Pills and soap, you don't know? Yeah, every day I Sounds write the like book. Sounds like a hell of a combination. Uh, in my opinion, that's that's a low point. Every day I write the book. It's a little too soft for you? It's something, I don't know. It's, it's not very good in my it's opinion. It's a flaccid penis in the Elvis Costello catalog. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> I mean, look at the cover. Look at what he. Look at the look he's going for. 
That's a low. That's called a low point. Should have called it choke the chicken instead. <laughs> Looks like he just got done choking the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he is choking the chicken. Yeah. Looks like yes. That's why they cropped he's, the photo. He's choking the chicken, and he was discovered. <laughs> it's the moment when you're found out. That's the moment when someone walks in. Yeah. That's the face you make. Not a good look. No, you don't. And and <coughs> mid crank, you don't want to be seen touching your own face. That's a <laughs> that's a bad look. This is it's right up there with sticking a finger up your own asshole while you're doing it. Not. Uh, Touching your face, huh? Not what you want to have revealed about yourself. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's an intimate. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things that you, you want to keep to yourself. Forever. Yes, that's yeah. why it's done in private. Yeah, that's look. Look at that. I want to talk about a lazy album cover. <laughs> This had to be the height of the drug period, I think, right, for him? I don't know. Was there a drug period for him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've read some things. I used to listen I to him quite a bit. Really? Yeah. I don't really anymore. Kind of got burned out on I it. I had his greatest hits album in college simply to pander to women, <laughs> lure them into bed. So that actually worked. Really, Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello and Squeeze albums. Wow, I usually s- worked. I would say, I would have thought, like, well, I remember grade school. You know, in like sixth grade. You were luring women into bed and in no, grade but school? the uh, the DJ at the school dance uh, pulled me aside and was giving me pointers. <laughs> he t- he was letting me. I was looking through the tapes that he had. Cause Look I at that. He's <laughs> she wants an explosion tonight. <laughs> same guy? No, not same guy, but this guy, he uh, he busted out his Journey tape and showed uh, it to yeah. me. I'm like, oh, Journey, I've heard of them. And I don't know if I, you know, he's like, oh, dude. this He's like, this tape's got more guys laid. That's the advice he gave me. And I and I remember just thinking like so you just put the music on and the girls are just the powerless or what? I don't know. Pretty much. Wow. You should have plenty Who of bumper knew? material. This is this was an awakening for me. It's a compromise though, right? I mean, if it's something you don't like, but you're putting it on for for that purpose, it's a bit of a compromise. I remember once doing some ceiling ass slap into the first Outfield album, too. That was a good one. (laughs) Uh, I can't even... What would be a good one? I don't know. I mean, yeah, like the 80s. When you go away to college, it's a whole different ball game. I guess the 80s were the prime time for that kind of music. Where you put the music on and uh, the girl that you're with is absolutely powerless to it. No, they don't make that anymore. You sure? Well, you, I think you're just well in out pi- of touch. I am out of touch. But I'm not aware. I mean, there, ha- uh, there has to be. It just has to be of a different ilk. Probably country. 
I mean, how are these? How are guys getting laid at college? <laughs> Putting on Tame Impala albums. Hey. Languid lovemaking sessions. <laughs> Cruel girls giggling at their impotence as they languidly suck on their cigarettes. Oh, damn. 